Is it Halloween yet? Episode 4, a spooky little podcast where we talk about all things horror and ask, Is it Halloween yet? I'm afraid not, ghouls, ghosts, and goblins. It's 175 days until Halloween. I'm your ghostess, Spencer, so let's see what's on the slab. It's been a busy week. I'm sorry for the delays in the podcast and that the podcast has basically been every other week since I've moved. I am getting a new desk tomorrow. I am getting everything set up in my room this week. Hopefully it'll get better from here on out. This move has been very hard. I still don't have furniture and we've been here two and a half, almost three weeks now. So that's fun. So moving and personal business aside, let's get into the news this week. The news is all we've got. No, no review, just the news. We've got the English horror movie Curse of Humpty Dumpty showed us a trailer. If that sounds like a silly premise to you, I hope you'll watch the trailer. The monster design of Humpty Dumpty is worth it. It is really doing something that is amazing. It is taking something as innocent as a nursery rhyme and turning it into nightmare fuel. It looks like a super fun slasher that I could really get behind. So I hope you will check that out. As my co-hosts on I on my other podcast, The Weekly Patch, where we talk about video games and changing the industry one patch at a time. We talk about COVID is finally catching up to the video game industry, and that means production and dates are slipping. Unfortunately, this has come to horror game Resident Evil Reverses. The multiplayer title that was supposed to launch last Friday with Resident Evil Village has been pushed to this summer. While I'm sad, that does give us more time to spend with our late dear lady, Demetrius, and I'll be streaming this game on my Twitch channel this week, so you should come on by at MissNintendeek64 on Twitch. We also will have Friday Night Frights, which will be a horror game-specific stream I do on my channel, and those start at 6 p.m. on Friday, so I hope you'll come by. As something that would have made me cry as a child, Universal Studios is selling a giant statue of Blue, the main Velociraptor from Jurassic World. The statue is very scary and very detailed. It will also set you back about 1500 bucks. Uh, small price to pay, though, to have one of the scariest killers in horror movies in your living room. Seriously, though, as a child, I would have died. This would have destroyed me. Up until I was, like, in my mid-20s, like, dark hallways, I always thought velociraptors were at the end of it. Like, not thought, like, when I was a kid, but, like, as I was older, it was just, like, you know, that, like, weird fear you have left over from when you were a kid? Yeah, velociraptors for me, always. If you, like I, were excited for more MonsterVerse movies, this next story is going to make your day. First off, there were no end credits at the to the big boy bashing it up Godzilla vs. Kong, leaving many of us fans of the franchise worried that this could be the end of the MonsterVerse for now. But thanks to The Hollywood Reporter, we're finding out that Adam Wingard is in talks to direct more in the series. Individual or more, we don't know yet. But they also, on their reporting, talk about how Son of Kong is being developed and Adam Wingard is brought on to do to do that. I'm here for it. I love Hollow Earth. I can't wait to see more of it. I think it's like one of the best parts of Godzilla vs. Kong. And I also think that like listening to Adam Wingard talk about what he would want to do with the MonsterVerse going forward and how he wants to spend even less time with humans in that world makes me excited because like the humans really aren't it. It's really the, we're really there for the big boys and they're fighting. And um, 
Someone who understands that is really makes me happy. Scott Derrickson's new flick, The Black Phone, finally gets a release date of January 28th, 2022. After seeing him leave Doctor Strange 2, I'm excited to see him back in horror. The movie is about a 13-year-old boy who is abducted by a serial killer and trapped in a soundproof basement. He can hear the voices of the killer's past victims through a disconnected black phone. Can we get the trailer for this? I need a trailer. I mean, we probably won't get a trailer till later in the summer, but I'm excited. I can't wait to see this. The next story is for camp lovers. Baphomet, a satanic cult film, is going to show up on Blu-ray and digital on June 8th. The trailer looks like a campy romp through witches and black magic and curses. It's starring Danny Filth of Cradles of Filth. Uh, this feels like a perfect horror movie for a hot summer night, like where you're just like, I'm hot and I just want something fun to distract me from being hot. And I watched a lot of campy monster movies and like trauma movies growing up in that situation. So that's the kind of vibe I get from that movie. District 9 director Neil Blomkamp got on Twitter to show us some stills of his upcoming movie, Demonic. The film will release on August 20th in theaters and will become due to digital and VOD a week later on August 27th. There is a demonic supernatural force that is wedging itself into the relationship between a mother and daughter. I can't wait to see this. I love District 9. I'm glad that it's doing a quick turnaround on VOD, even though I will be fully vaccinated at the end of this month. I still think it's going to be weird to go to movie theaters. For a little bit so I'm glad we're still getting that and not everybody's going to be able to be vaccinated and I'm glad to see that Hollywood is trying to find its way through this by doing like day and date or one week off or trying to figure out how to make that work so that's only good for us another video game delay again COVID it's it's hitting video games pretty hard in 2021 uh, Five Nights at Freddy's security breach is being delayed until later this year Creator Scott Cawthorn took to Reddit in an AMA to let everyone know of the delay, and to make up for it, they released Security Breach Fury's Rage, which is a side-scrolling beat-em-up that you can play right now. Five Nights at Freddy's isn't a game I've played a whole lot of. I hope to play it on Friday Night Frights leading up to Security Breach. So yeah, I think that that's cool that they had something that they could give fans that isn't always the case, but when developers do that it's cool it's also cool five nights at freddy's is a very interesting a very interesting franchise to me because it's definitely one that started off as one guy and you've been able to watch the progression of it like as they got more famous and more popular and more money and all of that like the games just get bigger and bigger and bigger and security breach looks pretty good for someone who hasn't really been interested in it that trailer they showed i think it was at the state of play a couple weeks ago was pretty interesting Jennifer's Body is a movie that made me really appreciate Megan Fox, so I can't wait to see her back in the genre in S.K. Dale's Till Death. Fox is playing a woman who must survive a revenge plot that begins with her handcuffed to her murder husband. Time is of the essence, though, because two more hired killers are on the way to finish the job. Screen Media says Till, uh, Till Death should be hitting theaters and VOD later this summer. That's exciting. As we draw closer to the end of an era and the end of the Purge franchise, we are learning more and more about the final installment, Forever Purge, coming on July 2nd. We will follow a group of outlaw purgers who refuse to give up the tradition after the Purge has been abolished. That's always been my question. Like, 
giving everybody that outlet of the purge. Like, what were the ramifications of it going to be when the purge was finally abolished, which is where the movies had been heading. So I'm glad to see that that's what we're going to tackle. July 2nd is coming. I'm sad to see the purge franchise end. I also think, I think like Saw, I think people undergive the purge the credit it does for how political it talks about movies. How political its message is. And uh, yeah, I like it. I dig it. I love those movies in the same way I love Saw movies. So I'm sad to see them coming to an end. Mike Flanagan is back on Netflix with more horror to watch right in the comfort of your own home. He'll be directing Midnight Mass headed to Netflix this fall. We're also beginning a companion book, Midnight Mass, The Art of Horror in October. Count me in to see all the behind the scenes storyboards and hear the process that Flanagan uses to make the haunting tell tales he tells so well. Yeah, I'm very excited for this book. I'm excited for the show. I love both hauntings of Hill House and Bly Manor. And yeah, I can't wait. They, they feel like a match made in heaven, him and Netflix. And another story that's getting me super excited that movies are coming back and everything's starting to get back into the like entertainment spirit. The Green Knight finally is headed our way. This movie is one of the movies I would think about the most during lockdown last year. The A24 film starring Dev Patel, The Green Knight tells the tale of Sir Gawain and his quest with the Green Knight. I'm a sucker for knights, I'm a sucker for horror, and the monster like design in this just got me. I cannot wait. I have waited a whole year to see this. I am excited. I can't wait. Okay, it's good. I was pretty sure that once Bloodlines 2 got indefinitely delayed at the beginning of this year and the developer got dropped, that my excitement for all things the world of darkness would be put on hold for a little bit. So imagine my surprise when Hivemind, the production company behind The Witcher, announced they would be working on film and TV projects within the world of darkness. I can't wait to see some Clan Toridor on the small and big screen. I think that Hivemind has a really interesting history with The Witcher. They took books that were also a video game and have really done a good job of melding those two together. So I'm excited to see what they can do with the World of Darkness. For people who don't know, World of Darkness is the werewolf art tabletop RPG and the Vampire the Masquerade uh, tabletop RPG. And I need some good stuff that's made from tabletop RPGs after the disappointment that was Cyberpunk. So I can't wait to see this. Clay and Toridor till the end. Hot off her Oscar win, Chloe Zhao is talking about her upcoming Dracula project. She says, quote, I'm a huge fan of the book and I want to see what essence I can find in Dracula and then be able to reimagine this really beloved character that I love so much. First of all, I am very excited to see someone with the talent that she has get a chance to play with Dracula. But I am fascinated that we are going to finally get what a woman's perspective on Dracula is. Dracula is arguably one of the most seductive villains in all of horror. Vampires in general are very romantic and seductive, and that really comes from Dracula. But the entire time we have seen Dracula, Dracula's seductiveness has been portrayed as what men think women find seductive, right? Like, it's all about 
what men think to get them, right? So I cannot wait to see what we're going to get. What we get when a woman is the one who gets to make Dracula's characteristics to want to enthrall women, or hopefully even men, to be his immortal brides and grooms. I'm very excited. I think that Dracula is ripe for someone to do something serious with it. Like, I love Dracula 2000, don't get me wrong. I think it's a good attempt, but it's, again, campy. I think, like, we are really at a point, and this is coming out of the, like, ashes of the dark universe, right? So, like, we saw Lee Winnell's The Invisible Man, right? Like, that was, like, taking a classic thing and modernizing it, and I think he did a very good job, and this is in that same production pipeline. So, like, I'm excited to see how we could have, like, a very serious take on Dracula modernized. Selena Gomez is set to start in an upcoming Drake-produced horror movie, Spiral. No, not that one. This one is a body horror movie that takes place around a social media's influencer who body begins to bake down and betray them. The movie is still looking for its streaming home. However, I word of advice, no one wants to say the name of your movie and then be like, no, 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 not the Saw one. It looks, it sounds like it's a cool movie, but like, I feel like all we're going to do when anybody talks about it is spiral, not the one that is the Saw movie. So like, I don't know. I like body horror. I would like, I don't know. It's just a weird choice of a name, I think. Master of Italian Horror, Darian Argento, Second film, The Cat O' Nine Tales, is getting a 4K restoration and a Blu-ray release. Arrow Video will bring this to the United States on July 27th, 2021. I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can get it. I'm excited. I like Argento's work. I have not ever seen The Cat O' Nine Tales. I've heard much about it. So this will be a chance for me to finally see it. The next, I'm going to put out a general spoiler. I will put the Banshee Scream. And then I will put the Banshee scream again when we're done. So uh, listen for that second Banshee scream because we're going to talk about Stranger Things. And I'm not even going to talk about it a whole lot. I just don't want anybody to be spoiled if you don't want to know anything. And that's kind of how I am. But doing this podcast now kind of makes that hard because I want to let you guys know what's going on with trailers that are coming out and teasers that are coming out. So we got a teaser trailer for season four of Stranger Things. <laughs> And it's someone calling out to Eleven. And it starts off in a room with all of the children that are like Eleven. And I can't tell if it's a flashback, maybe? Because it does, like, hone in on her door at the end. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where that series goes. I, I don't know. I don't know if I needed a season four. I'm still pretty, like... I'm still pretty iffy on if we needed a season four. We'll see. Kids are going to be wildly old in this. It's just going to make me feel old myself. So yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess that's probably, if we're seeing a teaser trailer now, I guess that means we're getting it this fall. So that'll be exciting. Shudder has announced the acquisition of the Irish movie Caveat. The slow-burning film follows an isolated house on a far-removed island and a man who took a job with one hell of a caveat. It comes to Shudder on June 3rd, 2021. It will kick off Shudder's Summer of Chills lineup. The second movie of that series is our next story. 
George A. Romero's long-lost film, The Amusement Park, is heading to Shudder in June. It'll be there on the 8th. The iconic director's late wife, Susan DeRosha Romero, has been teasing that this movie was going to be restored, and that has finally happened. It will be on Shudder, like I said, on June 8th. So that's exciting. We're going to get one more treat from one of the biggest names in horror. Here are some more highlights of what else is coming to Shudder over the summer. We're getting The Boy Behind the Door, which is fascinating to me. Candisha, which also looked like really great. And then everyone can't stop talking about it on Twitter. And I can't wait to see it. Jacob's Wife. It looks great. I can't wait to watch that. I'll probably break down and rent it before it comes to Shudder in August. That's the Shudder summer of chills. Second Sight confirmed we will be getting a Blu-ray release of The Hitcher. The writer or the director had been teasing it over the weekend on Twitter, and uh, now we know that it was true. There is some bad news, however, wrapped up in this. There is no way for a 4K release to be made because some of the original elements of the film are gone. The Hitcher is not that old of a film, 1986. That's within my lifetime. We are still losing classic films because... We're not properly handling the the film and the elements and everything, and that's pretty sad. Second Sight assures us, though, that they are going to do everything possible to make it the best presentation of this 1986 classic movie. And a little bit of disappointing news for me. Paramount Plus will be the sole home of the newest installment of Paranormal Activity. As a fan of this franchise, it's sad for me to see that this won't be given a dual release like we're seeing a lot of other horror films get right now. I'm still excited to get a next installment of this series. I don't think it gets the credit it deserves for the lore that it builds. I think that people see it as, ooh, it's that movie that doesn't cost a lot of money to make. But, and like, I'm not saying every entry is perfect. It's not. But I do like the overarching, like, lore of this family, of how this has, this of this family and how it has affected them. We don't have a firm date yet, but Paramount says that we will be getting this movie by the end of 2021. So we won't have to wait long to see what's up. The criminally underused Disney IP, The Muppets, that's right, Disney owns The Muppets, will be headed to the Haunted Mansion for a spooky special. Muppets Haunted Mansion is coming to Disney Plus this fall. We also have more Halloween Disney news for you. Uh, the Magic Kingdom is getting an all-new Halloween party with Disney After Hours colon boobash. I guess that's going to probably replace Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween. That's probably for the best. Like, we have seen California Disneyland play with the not-so-scaries theme. Like, they didn't have Dis they didn't have it in... Disneyland in 2019, they had it at DCA for this other, like, who was it? Was it themed? Oh, it was Oogie Boogie themed. They had like an Oogie Boogie themed uh, one at California Adventure. And so it's cool to see that the Magic Kingdom is going to start doing uh, something maybe new for that too. The fabulous horror documentary In the Search of Darkness is getting a part three. You should watch part one and two. I don't care that they clock in uh, at four hours a piece. They are both streaming now on Shudder and they are not to be missed. They are some of the best horror documentaries ever made. I love them. I will watch horror documentaries all day long. So part three being greenlit is like... Yeah, give it to me. I want more. I want all of, I want history of horror from the beginning of horror 
until forever. Just keep digging in and finding more things and giving me documentaries. I want it. I want all of them. All right. So this is our last news story of the week. It's a really short episode this week because we're only doing news. Hopefully I will have a couch and TV so I can start reviewing movies because I just, I feel bad because I'm not giving movies the shake I want to do it watching them on my laptop with headphones. It's just not like the ideal way to watch it. And I want to give the movie reviews I have I want to give the movies I review like as best of a chance to like impress me as possible or what disappoint me. I don't want it to be situational. So fingers crossed we get that all smoothed out this week. Pray for my back as I am sitting on the floor. But that means we are going to get into what is coming to streaming and theaters in the month of May. Fried Berry hit Shudder on the 7th. A human named Barry gets abducted by aliens and then is just along for the ride as they control his every mood during a wild night of sex, drug, and... I'm gonna watch this. So that'll probably be our first review. On May 11th, The Antidote is coming to VOD and digital. The story follows a girl who goes to an underground medical facility. I wouldn't advise that. And people are being gruesomely and horribly tested on so that they can perfect a and be cured with a powerful antidote. Yeah, don't go to underground medical facilities. That just feels like a bad plan. Like that doesn't feel like something you should be doing, but it looks good. I can't wait to probably review this one as well. We'll see. Also on May 11th, supernatural things start happening to a security guard in, who is working the night shift at a morgue in the film, The Morgue. It is also being released on digital and VOD. This next one I am really into, again, good character or creature or monster design will get me every time. Benny Loves You is a slasher that sends a cute, adorable teddy bear on a murderous rump to get revenge. That's coming, I think, May 11th as well. On May 12th, we have Alexandria Aja's new film, Oxygen. It's about a woman who wakes up in a cryogenic chamber that is running out of air, and she must figure out who she is because she has a amnesia before all the oxygen is out of her oxygen is out of her chamber. Castlevania's fourth and final season is coming uh, to Netflix on May 13th. This is one of my favorite animes. If you have not watch this you should especially if you love blood and or vampires or the video games uh, you can catch up on all seasons on netflix right now and yeah that's coming on may 13th again and netflix is just killing it the week of the 12th through the 14th it's like next week so the week this podcast is coming up this very week netflix is just pulling out all the stops on the 14th haunted is coming back season two of love sex and robots is coming back. That was one of my favorite shows of 2019. It's so weird and it's funny and it's just deeply weird and I want more stuff like that. And then finally on the 14th, we're getting Woman in the Windows starring Amy Adams. It's super busy. Friday the 14th is very busy this year. Um, coming to VOD and digital is also The Gin which is a look at the genie in the lamp, like the legend of the actual legend that inspired like the genie in Aladdin. I'm fascinated with gins because they really play off of the be careful what you wish for kind of trope. Like you have to be so specific because the gin will interpret your wish in a way 
that isn't exactly how you want to punish you. And I, I just love it. I can't wait to see it. I That is definitely one that has piqued my interest. And finally on May 14th, the release we've all been waiting for. If you have been on Twitter at all this week, you have seen Billy the Puppet Thirst Traps fighting with quote accounts. They've been live streaming the movies and with the directors talking about different traps and how they did it. It's been fascinating to watch. Spiral from the Book of Saw hits theaters. I can't wait to see it. I don't know if I will get to see it, if it will still be in theaters by the time I'm fully vaccinated. One can hope I will be vaccinated at the end of the month. So fingers crossed that it will be vac- that it will be there still. If not, I hope it comes to VOD quickly so I can give them all my money, buy that, and watch it. I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. I love Saw movies. Uh, I've said that a bunch, but I really do. So moving on, a group of classmates face a world of horror in the Mad Hatter's mansion in the Mad Hatter. That releases on VOD on May 18th. Simon Barrett, the writer of Your Next's first directorial debut hits VOD and digital on May 21st. Seance, we talked about this the last podcast. It's about it's about a group of boarding school girls who have a seance someone ends up dead and then they think oh no have we opened have we unlocked a supernatural evil i'm very excited to see it i'm sure we'll probably that's probably also one that we'll get a review on the podcast ghost lab is a thai horror film that talks about do ghosts exist and it's going to use supernatural and like science which i kind of like love those movies and it's making its way to netflix on may 26th And finally, after several delays, everybody waiting, A Quiet Place Part 2 will hit theaters on May 28th. They just released the final trailer. You can check that out now. And yeah, that's going to do it for Is It Halloween Episode 4. Sorry there's no review. Again, I am Spencer the Ghostess. You can follow me on my personal account on Twitter and all over the internet at MissNintendeek64. Please follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and soon TikTok at A Halloween Club. And yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, hit me up on Twitter at A Halloween Club. I am always down to hear what you're looking for, what you want to know. Is there any horror movie I mi- news I missed that you want me to talk about? Let me know. So that's going to do it for this week. Have a good night. Sleep. Or don't. Super